Hey, we want to thank you for joining and listening to the Providence Students Podcast. We believe in investing into world changers just like you, and we hope and pray that as you listen for the next few minutes that you will grow closer in your relationship to God. Be encouraged, be challenged, and be blessed. Dakota, I just want to take a little bit of your time today reading from the Word of God, what the Lord has laid in my heart, so bear with me. We're going to read a little bit of Scripture today, uh, starting in James chapter 2, reading 14 through 26. So let's dive in this thing together. No distractions. Pay attention. Here we go. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. And if one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, it is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there's one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and they shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions, they were working together. And his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. James in this passage really is is expanding on what it truly means to not only be both hearers of the word, but doers of the word. He's really just talking about what it means to be real, to be the real deal, let's say. James shows us how faith and works, they relate together. James shows us that faith and works are ultimately two sides of the exact same coin. Three times he repeats in this passage of scripture, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Again, he says, faith without works is dead. James is stating clearly that an empty faith, a non-action-filled faith is not true faith. It's just nothing more than just mouthing words. James sets out to convey to us that our faith in God and trust in Jesus must go hand in hand with our actions. And if not, it's not even really faith at all. It's not even the real deal. And I want you to understand, James is not trying to contradict what Paul taught us in most of the New Testament. He's not saying that, James isn't saying that a person is saved by works. Because listen, only faith in Christ Jesus saves. But yet, true faith will produce good works. In the words of Martin Luther, he puts it this way, a person is justified by faith alone, not by faith that is alone. Faith is the common denominator. Did you know everyone alive today, right now, expresses faith in everything that they do? Believe it or not, they express faith in something. No one can live a single day without exercising faith. 
When you woke up today and went to the bathroom this morning, you flipped the light switch and you had faith that it would work. When you got in your car and you turned the key, you had faith that it would start. When you mailed a letter, you have faith that the postal system will get it to the right address. Someday. Every time you walk into a building, you are expressing faith in the architect and the workman. In each instance, there was an action. You flipped the switch. You turned the key. You mailed the letter. You walked into a building. There was once a great tightrope walker back in the day. His name was Blondin, and he was one of the greatest tightrope walkers of all time. And there he was actually, many legends told of all of his crazy stunts that he had performed. One of the most often stories of Blondin is him crossing over uh, Niagara Falls on a tightrope. He reportedly had done that several times. At some point though, he turned to his large audience over to the side, which included numerous reporters, various newspapers, and he asked them this simple question, yelling it, how many people believe I can walk across this type rope over the Niagara Falls pushing a wheelbarrow? And as you can imagine, people all over started screaming and shouting and hooting, hollering and cheering him on. Then he asked this question, how many believe I can push the wheelbarrow across the type rope with the man sitting in it? Again, this loud response, everybody yelling at him, you can do it, you can do it. So with one of the most enthusiastic, enthusiastic man, whatever, how have you said that word? <laughs> One of the most exciting people in the crowd, he looks at him and says, cool, if you think I can do it, get in the wheelbarrow. Get in the wheelbarrow. Needless to say, the man makes a quick exit. He's like, no, that's not for me. Blondin demonstrated that there's often a great difference between belief, which is the faith we say we have, and the action faith that we really have. The measure of our faith is not our talk. It is our walk. I want to speak to you for just a couple, like two more minutes. Today, people that are non-believers, they're watching you and me. And our faith is not expressed in our talk of what we've been posting on Instagram for years, what we've been posting on Facebook for years, how, what we've been sharing on, on social media and whatever it is. No, now is the time that we really walk out our faith. Now is the time that we stand up as a church and we really walk out our faith. It is what we do. It is not what we say. It is what we will do. Simply stating that you're a great race car driver, that you're a great basketball player or a Christian, whatever it is that you may be, does not mean anything unless you can demonstrate who you are in a way that would convince the rest of the war world of who you are. Billy Graham stated it in these terms. Faith is taking the gospel in. Works is taking the gospel out. Again, Billy Graham said this. Faith is taking the gospel in. Works is taking the gospel out. Living for Jesus is inhaling and exhaling every single day. You take in what the Lord has given to you and you breathe out who he is to the rest of this world. You take in the hope that he's given you and you breathe it out to the rest of the world that needs this hope that's living inside of you every single day. You see, faith is, is never something just to be talked about. It is something that must be demonstrated in the way that we live. Now, I'm, not, I'm not just speaking to you. Listen, I'm speaking to my own heart as well. James says, show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Believing is one thing, but do you have faith? Do you have an action-filled faith? You know, instead of calling it faith, we should call it faithing, if that's even a word. It, it's a verb. It requires an action. 
So I want to encourage you today. Listen, I know it's crazy, but keep your faith. It's inhaling and exhaling every single day. Now is the time. There is no greater time for us as the church to stand up and show the world that it's going to be okay, that the Lord is with us, that he's on our side, that he's going to walk us through it. So listen, I encourage you, keep the faith, get in your word, spend some time in prayer, lead your families. Um, and holler at us if you ever need anything. We want to continue to pray for you. Uh, we love you guys. We extremely miss you guys. And I can't wait to see you all again in service. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you, Lord, for today. God, I pray that, Lord, you would work through this video, God. We thank you, for, Father, for the, for the technology that we have, Lord, to still reach the world. God, I pray that as this message goes across all social media platforms, that, God, you're going to reach people. And, Lord, it's not me that's, that's sending out this word, that, God, it's you speaking to them through uh, this lens, God. That, Lord, revival is going to break out through a lens, Lord Jesus. And we love you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love you guys. Have a blessed day.